All right, welcome to the Millionth Film Review Podcast. My name is James. I'm here with uh, my brother Henry. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm a little bit traumatized after rewatching this, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it was a it was a hard watch, but we did it. I'm proud of us, and it's only going to get better from here. Obviously, we're talking about the Batman 1966 film today. I feel like we, you know, we've gone straight away on a negative vibe here. I mean, uh, this has this film and this portrayal of Batman, obviously, Adam West has a special place in my heart. But you know, when as a, as a child, right? I mean, when you're watching this as an adult. You know, it was it was it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy watch. We watched it together, actually. I mean, probably for the millionth time. Um, and this is obviously the first installment in a series of rankings and reviews we're going to do of every live-action Batman film. So we're starting obviously with Batman 1966. We're going to rank all the elements within the Batman films as well. You know, the Batmans, the Jokers, the Batmobiles, etc. And um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a journey. Uh, we're starting with Batman. We'll do other franchises as we go along. Saw, James Bond. We're going to throw... I'll, I'll throw a couple of names out there to tease people, but yeah. So, Henry, right. your history with this film and your relationship with this portrayal of Batman, tell us about it. Well, I've got to say, I mean, I wasn't as an avid viewer of the, uh, of the 1960s Batman uh, show as you were, but I'd seen quite a bit of it from what I can remember. Uh, was much the same enough. film. <laughs> really, it really felt, yeah, it really felt this film because I'd seen this a hundred times as well. It felt like a bit like, uh, like I said um, earlier, a few. It's like they'd stitched the plots of a few episodes together, and then uh, they had the um, the overlying uh, plot, uh, which sort of began at the start where they ca- kidnapped the Commodore, and then at the very end they just remembered it, and then. Yeah, included the yeah. whole part about the United World Building and all that. Yeah, I mean, for me, like you say, I mean, I've I've actually at some point when I was about fourteen, I think, I, I watched every single episode of the TV series. I mean, every single one. I sat down and did like not a marathon, but you know, I did get through all of them. And obviously, yeah, we saw this film like many times growing up. And but even I remember watching this as a film. It did always feel long. Even when we were kids, I mean, we've just watched it now, man, and I was, and we were there. <laughs> there was a point where you're like, "Where does this end, man?" It does drag on, and it is like, it does feel like three episodes of the series stitched together, and it's, you know, because there's a lot of things happening, and I don't know. I mean, it, it it works, but it's, you know, like you say, it's like, oh yeah, we did this at the beginning, we need to remember to tie all those loose ends up. I don't know. This, I, I, I obviously I have a massive soft soft spot for this for Adam West for Batman. I mean, rest in peace as well. He died a few years ago, and um, I mean his his portrayal of Batman is is legendary. You know, I mean, and you know all all the colors and everything. I mean, it, it's it's just and and the theme song, all these all the elements that are just so legendary about this show. A lot of people would say infamously, but for me, I mean, I, I just love it, and it's 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 not meant to be serious. It is like, uh, and it is very much a symbol of the times. These are the '60s, so you know, you, it's all all that stuff you got to take into consideration. You know, they knew what they were, they they got on with it, and I think we should treat them with that same respect that they treated themselves. So you know, you can't really measure this again. We will measure it against the Dark Knight, etc., but within yeah, context keep, you know keep in I mean? mind like you know the time of it and everything because like exactly. really the like the shaping of like sort of the public perception of like you know what what a superhero is uh kind of really depends on like their tv portrayal because you know not everyone reads comics for the most part to be honest like even if it's not comic accurate most people just 
you know, know who Batman is from, like the films and and the show if it exists, uh, like it did then. And this was completely normal. So, you know, people thought Batman's a bit of a wacky guy, so they expect him in a wacky film. So I don't know. You know, there hadn't been a Heath Ledger Joker by this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it is crazy. Really hard to keep that in mind, but yeah, it's crazy. It dawned on me when we were watching it just now the fact that there's only one Joker that separates Heath Ledger and and um, and, and Caesar Romero. When when you deep that, you're like, wow. So I think without further ado, we're going to jump into the the story, the storyline of this film. So obviously, it begins with like. I don't know, like a paragraph of writing on a brick wall, which no one read, yeah. shouting out the police and like the armed forces, shit like that. Yeah, everyone loves um, Batman. Yeah, just to flex all his vehicles in the first, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, like literally the first, I think the first, okay, so the very beginning, like the credits bit at the beginning, you get all the spotlight of all the villains and, and Batman and Robin, and it's, you know, it's, it's going there and it's it's got the music and it's just, okay, okay. And you're already like, when's this going to be over? You know, it was kind of better. And there's a guy running about in green light and shit. I mean, obviously, a lot of this is like, because obviously this is the whole kind of vibe of this show and this and the film, obviously, is like, you know, we have color. We're going to flex it on you. You know what I mean? Like, even on the poster of the film, it's like for the first time in the motion picture in color. It was a big deal that these this was in color back then. Right. And it's like, you know, we're going to throw as much of it at you as possible. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, nowadays so, it's like going fucking closer and closer to black and white. Legit, legit. Yeah, exactly. So lots of colours, obviously, and we get plenty of that in the opening sort of credits. Um, and then we cut to basically, you've got the announcers like, in Wayne Manor, da, 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 like, you know, and, it's, and, and, and <laughs> you've got about three minutes, which is just cut from the, which is just like literally ripped from the TV series. It's like, you know, they're in the Wayne Manor, they go, you see Alfred cutting the flowers and stuff, you know, and you get like, fucking, they uh, they get in the bat pole, they go down on Shakespeare's bust, and it's literally like everything, and they get in the Batmobile, um, jet fuel's ready to go, blah, 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 they, they shoot out and they're like, and, and the, until that point, it's literally like the intro event of the TV series, like, well, letter for letter, literally, I, I don't even think they filmed that, they just took it from the, the TV series. Um, a couple of things that did make me laugh from this bit was, I don't know if you noticed, but the music is done by a guy called Nelson Riddle. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, yeah. So Riddle, I don't know. Yeah, he's so dedicated to the part. What are the chances of that? <laughs> we should add the film was directed by uh, Leslie Martinson. I didn't recognize his name. But anyway, yeah. Um, another bit that made me laugh for the, the first minute or so was, you know, millionaire Bruce Wayne. I mean, we yeah. mentioned this when we were watching it, right? I mean... Yeah, how about a silence? A lot. Yeah, <laughs> if that doesn't tell you about inflation, I know what does, man. The time, I mean, now he's like not just a billionaire; he's like multi-billionaire, like you know, some Elon Musk-like level net worth. Do you know what I mean? And and like, but it's like millionaire Bruce Wayne, and probably everyone in the cinema was like, wow, you know, like fucking millionaire, it's man. Stacks, man. Yeah, not even multi-millionaire, just millionaire. You know, that was a flex back then. Yeah, he's got like a whole mansion and shit, like. Yeah. Yeah, he he can afford all the Batman crime fighting stuff, and he's like, I mean, to be fair, didn't seem all that advanced. I mean, although the funny thing is, I mean, we'll get to it later because we do get to see the 1960s Batcave, obviously, and everything. And to be fair, from what I understood, a lot of the technology in that Batcave is actually was really advanced for its time. Like, 
even though it's kind of all like joking, um, it's there and it's it's not it's it was actually quite advanced, I think, for the time. So um Yeah. You know. But like a bit like some of the old bomb gadgets, you know. This yeah, yeah, take, pretty much. This camera could take four pictures underwater. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh this this watch is waterproof. Like, oh. But yeah, uh it it's all there. I mean, and and as well, we're gonna do the impossible challenge. We're gonna be even though this is the millionth podcast and you've seen all this shit a million times before and, and after, we're going to be the first ones. Well, I am anyway, I don't know about you, but we're going to be the first ones that talks about this show, this series, this portrayal of Batman without using the C word, the four letter C word. Not cunt, another one, which I, I refuse to use to describe this film because every other time I hear someone talk about this film, they're just using this word over and over again. It's like, try, try, and, try and use something else, man. You know what I'm talking about. Can't be right? original, you know. Yeah. In fact, that that reminds me. Um, I think uh, Adam West actually got kind of pissed off by the fact that a lot of people sort of made fun of this because it was actually kind of like, you know, they put in a lot of like uh, strenuous physical like work to get this done. Yeah. Like, like, you know, Burt Woodward was in and out of hospital every week or something. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was like proper like Mr. Bump style man. Like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't want to. I think the studio didn't even want to hire a stunt double for him or something because it, it cost too much. <laughs> yeah, money. they did all the stunts themselves. Uh, the smoke they used was like toxic or some shit, you know. Like I, I don't know, man. I classic, mean, classic pre sort of like safety standards. Yeah, no help with safety, man. I was and then anyway, yeah. You, so we we get back to it, and they're like, so they're getting the the Batmobile, fucking amazing Batmobile as well, by the way, like. Yeah, this this Batmobile walked so the rest could run, man. And uh, still to this day, I think it, it holds up as like just an awesome car, man. It's it's legendary. It's so cool. It almost doesn't fit this well because it's it is it's black with like red highlights. I love the. I've actually got the Lego version of it up here, um, and it just means so much to me. I just mm. that Batmobile for me. It's still when someone tell when someone says the word Batmobile. To be fair, I think of the 89 Batmobile, but also this one. It's like right up there, you know. Yeah, you, could, you could genuinely put this Batmobile in the 89 film, I think, and it would fit. Maybe. Just a little bit. I don't know. Well, you know what's funny to me? It's the fact this Batmobile actually kind of low-key inspired the one in the most recent Batman film, the Robert Pattinson one. That Because that was like, is like an which I've also got here actually in, in Lego form, is um, it's like inspired of 60s kind of muscle car. Mm. Which is exactly what this one is. But anyway, yeah. so they get in the Batmobile, they um, they go to the Batcopter, you know, this is the first time we see, because in the series, up until this point, everything is like exactly how it is in the series, and it's like, yeah, we're going to show you what we did with this $1 million budget we got here, so uh, here's a helicopter, which looks pretty cool, man, I don't know about you, but... Yeah, they, I think they just poured the entire budget into the into, into yeah, these vehicles, vehicles, man. Yeah, they're just like... Off. Yeah, they just like made you know them clean up the sets afterwards as well because can hire for them lot. Yeah, exactly. But it's like as well, they did like a whole new score for the film as well. The music. I was kind of sad that we never got the Batman theme and this the legendary one like Batman. I was sad we didn't get to hear that. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have hurt for them to put that in. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, you're right. But I mean, they have the instrumental version of it. I think at some point, but oh really. Well, you know, I think they based, I don't know if it was the exact one, but they definitely had a lot of instrumentals, like, very similar to it, at least. But yeah, it's a shame they missed out on the opportunity to have that one. Yeah, see. it wouldn't hurt, would it? Just at the beginning or the end, wouldn't hurt at all. Um, we did get a pretty cool, I like the backcopter theme, like, da na 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 na
it's pretty catchy. I do like it. I mean, yeah, it's quite they, nice. they, 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 we hear it a few times, to be fair. But I, I thought it was okay. Um, oh, yeah, then, they get onto their, uh, their little escapade in the sea with the uh, good old rubber shark, right? Yeah, so, I mean, before we get there, they, they're, they're, they're flying over Gotham. Totally they kind of get to see that everyone loves Batman, all the women there, the police saluting him and he's and i love it it's like they're all like they're like you know proper serious you know and batman's just like giving them a thumbs up man proper adam west style i love it um and then yeah they yeah, two minutes later up. they're in the ocean yeah they're catching up with this boat this ship this yacht whatever it is i don't know what exactly the reason why they feel so urgently to go and track it down yeah, but they i yeah, guess they're just Commodore's getting uh, kidnapped or something yeah but i don't think they know this at this point I, mean, I don't know. I, I didn't really understand. Uh, it doesn't really matter, man. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just film, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they cared that much either. But anyway, they're going over to this boat. Batman gets down there. Um, the Batman, yeah, they get the Bat ladder down there with the fucking little label on it. And yeah, the yeah, boat the vanishes into everything. thin air. Uh, Robin doesn't get, to, you know, he keeps going down and then like doesn't realize the boat has vanished somehow. So then Batman's like, get me back up. Uh, and he comes up with the rubber shark, the infamous rubber shark. So, cool, man. It's just, yeah, it, ne- it never gets old just seeing that. Just like, it's like flapping around on his leg. He's just punching it, man. Yeah, one handed as well. He's got one hand on the ladder, one hand like, you know, beating seven, sh- seven shades of shit out of this rubber shark, man. You know, terrible, man. Uh, <laughs> and um, Robin. You know, pulls out the the um the what was it? Yeah, the shark repellent bat spray. That's, that's the one. Yeah, and in between yeah. the whale. Yeah, the barracuda one, spray just in the, case, you know. Yeah, or well, he's got all the all the all the fucking marine animals just prepared for everything, obviously. Um, spray anyway. So he hands it down to Batman in the most elaborate back-breaking style possible. Yeah, he probably built for that one too. Yeah, and it took ages, man. Although, even though it was unintentional. I kind of, you know, I like to see the best in this kind of, I like to see the, the best out of this portrayal of Batman. And I like to think it's like, well, it's a little nod to Dick Grayson's circus days, you know, like, because uh, that's that's kind of his backstory, right? He's that's like, true, yeah. Maybe so, he like requested it or something. I, I, I heavily doubt it, but this is just my little phone theory in there where I'm like, yeah, they didn't intend that. But let's say it happened, you know, just, just to give him a bit of credit, <laughs> undeserved, but, you know. Uh, so fucking Batman um, sprays the shit on the shark. The shark uh, lets go and uh, hits the water, explodes on impact. And like, wow, that was close. And then um, it cuts to Commissioner Gordon's office. So uh, Batman's there and uh, all the press are coming to him and they're like, oh, what happened? And he's like, shut the fuck up. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> yeah. um, and then he parts the ocean of reporters for this you know good looking russian girl she's like yeah i'm comrade xyz russian name batman's horny as fuck he's like yeah tell me all about yourself yeah so she's like oh yeah take off your mask and uh they're like whoa what are you talking about man and there's like, ah she's foreign you know don't worry about her batman being a diplomat as always yeah, um, it's like racist but you know yeah yeah i mean this is back in the days right i mean russia america all that shit you know it was like um you know, still pretty tense, I guess. And this is Batman doing his bit for world peace, as always. So, um, so he's like, "Yeah, don't worry about. It. You know, she's she's new around here. She doesn't realize how it is. You know, even though this mask hides nothing, I'm so obviously Bruce Wayne. You know, it's okay." 
so yeah, so they they do all that. Uh, the press fuck off everywhere, and the the Gordon and and his his mate Chief O'Hara. I got to say, I love Chief O'Hara. By the way, I, I love Gordon as well. I don't know about you. Oh yeah. But... I mean, I personally like Chief O'Hara a bit more because he's a little more. He, he's just a little bit like slightly goofier, man. Like his expressions are always on yeah. point. Like you know. Like you'll never, you'll never like disappoint with whatever face he pulls as a reaction, you know. Yeah, he's dopey as shit, man. And he, like Gordon, Gordon does everything so seriously. He's like he he the, he delivers the line like the funniest line with the most sincerity ever. Like really, be- he I love it. And then got and then you got O'Hara next to him, like facial spasms. They're like, oh yeah, oh, you know, he's, he's loving it. Uh, and where's Chief O'Hara from? Is he? Scottish or or I because O'Hara's obviously an Irish name. Yeah, well, he might, I guess he so you'd have to guess that then. Yeah. What am I talking about? He's Irish, and they're they're trying to work out what's gone down with the with these villains, and they're like, yeah, so um, let's see let's see who's on the loose these days, who broke out from Arkham, and they pull up these. Uh, I mean, they're not even mug shots, right? <laughs> and they're just yeah, like, they really aren't. It's like it's like yeah, they're fucking graduation photo or something in their costumes. Exactly, it's like. You know, you'd think that they could at least hold up a plaque. They surely did this back in the day still, like, you know, that way, oh, that yeah. way. You know, classic mugshot. Why not, man? But instead, they just they just stood in front of a... It would have been really funny to see a Caesar Romero mugshot like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not, man? Um, yeah, but, I probably ran out of budget. Couldn't afford the sign. Yeah, they just went, okay, let's do their audition photos, put them in. And then they sat there, like, oh, okay, so there's four of them out there. Oh, uh, you know, it all happened at sea. Sea for Catwoman. I mean, I love this bit. It's just the most ridiculous shit. And and what I love about the actual frame, the way it's framed, it's just all four of their faces, Batman, Robin, O'Hara and Gordon, they're all there. And it's there's no office or anything. It's just all focused in on their faces. And each of their faces are brilliant, man. You've got Batman and Gordon, like, dead serious, delivering everything with, like, the confidence and the conviction Robin's there lapping it all up, O'Hara as well. They're like, yeah, you know, like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, O'Hara's yeah, having a wank. Oh, Batman, you're a hero. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they're, and they're, like, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, that that shark was pulling my leg. Joker. Um, yeah, they managed to pull everything out of the hat, and then they figure out, oh, yeah, all four of them are going at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like, oh, O'Hara. They, do they work one... Hang on a minute. I think they work one out, each one out as well, right? Yeah, of course. How is it? Does Gordon, because ba- Batman or Gordon says about the Penguin, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, jo- yeah. yeah Batman was Joker, I think. So he's saying yeah, 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 yeah. So Gordon was Penguin, Batman was Joker, Robin was see for Catwoman, and then <laughs> O'Hara at the end, the, the most yeah, ridiculous riddle, one. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's all like one big riddle. Riddle, er, riddle. Oh, I mean, I don't know, man. I never forget that scene, man. I love it. I love it. You got to roll with it, man. It's um, like it's like it's like so bad. It's kind of painful, but also slightly funny. I, I like because they it, with these kind of things, it's all about delivery, and their yeah, delivery is true. exceptional. So I think they get away with it, and obviously, it is what it is, man. This is the, this is the nineteen sixties Batman. This is how they solve their clues. What I will say is kind of. This is going to sound ridiculous, me saying it, but they do put a lot of detective stuff into this film, into the show in general, but into this film, there is a bit of, like, detective work going on. They have to follow clues and kind of unravel it themselves, the plot. 
And that is very important to Batman. He's the world's greatest detective. So, you know, and that's something maybe we can say why this Batman is better than some of the others because there's more detective work. Yeah, and that's yeah more move over Robert Pattinson. Yeah, well, Pattinson is the one who's like, proper detective but yeah bruce chris nolan yeah, man. yeah he didn't do it first where was so. your detective work man where was your riddle or uh, riddler come on man yeah it was chief o'hara and new batman huh chief o oh i would you know i think you could have a character like that i mean in the new yeah, batman they do really kind good. of have that kind of character in the, the martinez guy right but he's more hostile but he is there for a little bit of comic relief but anyway we'll get to that film eventually yeah i think i think from then on like Mo like a lot of the film, I'd have to say most of it's kind of like you know, almost like episodic. They think, oh yeah, let's let's fucking uh, let's kidnap uh, Bruce Wayne, or you know, uh, let's let's investigate you know how they possibly got rid of this, uh, made this boat disappear, and so on. Um, it's like almost like mini plots throughout it, and then yeah, at the end of it, you know, they get on to actually you know finding the Commodore and his uh, his little MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah, this is the, the so the next the next scene is we cut to the villains' hideout. They have two hideouts. They have this dockside under a pub, whatever it is, like hideout, and then they yeah, have a um, shanty house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. where there's like rent boys giving blowjobs to sailors and shit, you know. And um, they've also got uh, the submarine, obviously, right? Yeah. So anyway, so we cut to this hideout. Uh, they kind of all introduce themselves. Catwoman, they're all terrified of uh, of this house cat, you know, this pet cat. It's obviously terrifying to these super villains. I want to shout out Riddler's suit, by the way. His suit is amazing. Yeah, not oh. the spandex one, but, you know, the suit itself. Well, I, I appreciate the change of suits with him, at least, because they all have the same costume, even in the series. And he mixes it up a bit because he's got he's got the spandex, the silly one, but he's also got... And he looks dapper when he wears this suit. I'm not going not gonna, to like it. Because it's like a darker shade of green. Um, and it, it takes off at one point. There's like a three-piece. There's a waistcoat there. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? This is pretty. And he, I think I think he might even wear the bowler hat at one point as well, right? Oh, I'm not maybe. sure if he does in the film. But maybe he does maybe this... when he's like infiltrating the uh, United World Building. Uh, maybe I didn't notice it. I don't know. I, I just I want to shout out his suit. He looked, he was, he, he looked immaculate, you know. And, and, that was a good and, suit. It made up for a spandex on yeah, and his his portrayal of the Riddler actually got him uh, a primetime Emmy nomination um, in the series, not for this film, but um, in the series, he actually got some kind of recognition for that performance, which I think was was fair. Of all these ridiculous portrayals, I think his one was kind of worked as the Riddler. You know, he is this kind of mental, like just trying to outwit Batman. His riddles are terrible, but I think that what's the actor's name? Frank Gorshin, right? It kind of takes the role somewhat seriously in amongst this ridiculous show. His is the one that kind of seems the most legit in like, if you were to put one of these guys in real life, his one would be the most, I don't know. doesn't really matter. So, um, so, so they're all there. They're kind of introduced themselves, Penguin, Joker, Catwoman. Um, and then they, 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 they're moaning about, they get interrupted by this whistle, um, the captain wants his tea, so they go and take the tea to the captain. He's there, he thinks he's on the yeah, boat. I love the scene. Yeah, they got like, yeah, his little, they, they just put him in a little box room. Yeah, absolutely yeah. minuscule with the uh, pirate out there, like pirate goon outside, like moving a picture of the uh, sea up and down. Yeah, peddling, yeah, it's... yeah, and then you know, he just got to give him his tea, and then you know, the Joker doesn't even bother to like wear a disguise or anything, he's just. Mm. This full-on white face, you know. He's like, yeah, you know, I haven't been getting any sea air recently. Yeah, I just kind of love like looking a bit pasty today, though, mate. You want to get a bit of fresh air, you know? 
yeah it's one of those like like really silly scenes that like you know just the way that like it they kind of sell the fact these characters kind of just buy it is just so funny to me yeah and like, this... I, I kind of love the uh the uh, co- the uh captain right there man the captain's a complete idiot and correct me if i'm wrong but isn't he meant to be like the maybe yeah. he's not well, he's, uh, he's not captain he's like a commodore, yeah, commodore. Like commodore name, right? and he's man. like he he's kind of is he the inventor of this gadget that comes later into the film or is he like yeah, I think so. Which is what I, I believe he is because he is the guy. He's at least the guy who was transporting it. But I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's the guy who invented it. But so yeah. there's two things here. They've either gone okay. This character is like a genius, but obviously it's in in the context. It's in the world of this show, so he's an idiot on screen. Or I have this kind of little feeling. I feel like throughout this film there are a few little shots at the English, and I feel like they do that through him a lot. He's just like this complete idiot. And using all like with his tea and shit, they're just uh, yeah, I feel like the firing shot. Yeah, yeah, it's made by Big Ben Industries as well. So yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, Batman goes to the Batcave, does a bit of detective work. They track down this uh, boy. boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah. The, the, uh, don't forget the uh, their boat. You know, get a shot yep. that too. Yep, yep, yep. So they're like, okay, we need to get to this boy where the ship disappeared. So uh, we're gonna get in the in the bat boat. Yeah, he leaves unattended, you know, anyone can chill in there, yep. They have such faith in society that they all love Batman that, that no one's going to, you know, if even if they see this boat, they're going to go, okay, I'm not going to do anything with that. Yeah, Could it's easily it's clearly Batman's boat, we can't nick it. And it's the 60s, I think, you know, they all had doors to each, they all had keys to each other's doors back then, you know, and all that, you know, it's like, there was... There yeah, was no, people didn't even have doors on their houses. They, just, didn't, they didn't care, man, they are just like, oh, yeah. You know, it's the same. Yeah, even the back cave just has a massive hole in the back. You know, like any any old like you know wanderer could just like strike. Uh, str- oh man, I reckon that's that's how Adam uh, Bruce Wayne got some of his funding. Man, it's like yeah, come and have a tour of the back cave. You know, and like oh look at this. Yeah, this is our nuclear pile over here. Blah blah blah. Don't touch it. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm gonna have to kill you, but you know. Yeah, uh, they got so yeah they get in the bat boat. Uh, they get to this boy, Penguin Submarine. I want to shout at this Penguin Submarine. It looks oh, cool. Yeah. Even if it is like a painted wooden toy or whatever it is, I like it. Like, it, it is cool, man. It is, it is like, pretty funny ridiculous. looking. About but it is uh, cool. I even love like the uh, the periscope that comes up. It yeah, is, we like, see the periscope. The little, and it's not just a periscope. It's like a penguin's head with a little yeah, skull pirate, across yeah. the flag next yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, the Jolly Roger flag on it. Yeah, the detail on it is, God, is fantastic. So anyway... Uh, they're on this boy. Uh, Batman gets out his bat screwdriver, undoes one screw, the whole thing falls off. They magnetize him uh, to the uh, fucking boy through their utility belts. They're firing missiles at them. They're all looking from the periscope. Uh, again, the Riddler, man, he's there and he's in his spandex. And his, like, you were saying before, his, like, yeah, um, he's got power stunts, you know, spreading. Yeah, around. he's, like, getting it out there, man. He's, like, squatting there. He's, like, confidence is real man like he's like he's like yeah man i'm wearing the spandex i'm gonna oh you know i'm gonna enjoy it you know he was <laughs> he was loving it Come uh, on, that's, and then, that's spandex like really got that fucking production in trouble before man in like their tv series you know yeah yeah because like this is like a this is a slight tangent but you know i think there was um when it was in its like height when the series was in its height of popularity the uh there was this um, like sort of league of like Catholics almost like to do with like television decency, and they threatened to like uh, they they basically threatened to sort of like use their influence to try and get it like taken off of sudden stations because of uh, 
was it? I think it's Dick Grayson's like Bulger showing or something like no way. too much according to them. And I and I kid you not, man. Um, like they were they were actually like such a problem for the studio that um, yeah, they told Burt Ward to like uh, like sort of like do anything to sort of like I don't know shrink it or like hide it or whatever. No but way. It, like was it wasn't possible for like a lot of the action scenes they had to do. So um, at one point, like they actually gave him a bunch of pills, right? And uh, like he's like, oh yeah, just take these. He didn't tell him what it was, and um, like he found out like after a day or two, these were like like chemical castration pills, man. And uh, he like told Adam West, and like Adam West got pissed and like sort of had it all shut down. Um, and uh, they just refused to. So I think what they did was uh, they just I think they shot the uh, action scenes a little differently um, to sort of avoid that. But I can't believe that they. Uh, they actually were like considering chemically castrating this dude because he was like, like yeah man, I want to have kids. He was eight, I think he was eighteen and he'd already had a kid or something by that point. Again, sixties. Yeah, exactly. Times. But wow, man, they really did that shit. Mm-hmm. That that Burt Ward man, he fucking he went through everything with this show, man. I I never knew that. That is mental, man. Imagine that. Imagine the law. They didn't care, man. Like, imagine they try that shit today. The lawsuits and shit, man. They're just like, ah, it's the 60s, man. We don't even have police, you know. No one cares, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah if like your cock falls off, you know, get on with it, man. I That's mean, crazy. Exactly. I, although it does make you think, because, I mean, yeah, it's a bit weird that you're noticing these bulges and stuff. But, I mean, you, sometimes you can't help but, you know, notice. And But surely they could have worn, Maybe like, a cricket box or something, notice. you know what I mean? Just kind of. That's what I'd have done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I guess in his case, like, Batman literally did come to his rescue, you could say. Well, yeah. Came to rescue. Yeah, I don't think anything Batman. would have happened if he hadn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so he never took the pill? No, he did. He took one or two, but then he realised what they were. Well, how do you think he noticed? Was he, like, they started shrinking, and he's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, he must have been. Because, like, you know. I don't know. Well, I mean, that was the objective of that, and I think he only put two and two together after a day or two. Well, there you go, man. I mean, yeah. well, I don't want to hear about this Christian Bell putting on weight and stuff and muscle and stuff to be Batman and all this. Like, you want to talk about commitment to a character, man. This guy literally had his balls on the line for Robin, man. I mean, that's, you know. So, yeah. I don't know um, what the, uh, this Catholic League was all, uh, you know, was so interested in, uh, you know, a man's bold, but, you know, well, each to their own. Well, less said about that, the better. So anyway, we get back to it. Uh, that all came from Riddler's, you know, power stance, cock confidence, <laughs> alpha male shit. And then we've got, uh, yeah, it's only a Batman's, uh, Batman and Robin are stuck to this, um, you know, boy. They, uh, they're trying to repel this, uh, the missiles, they're firing them with Batman's little cereal box gadget. There. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, shit, the bat-. He, and he repels two of them. And the third one comes, the batteries die. I was wondering if they would go with bat batteries, but they didn't. Um, they, they had some shame. And, um, yeah, the batteries die, which I kind of liked because it's like, okay, that would happen in real life. You know, you never see the car run out of petrol or something run out of batteries, but this one does. However, the way they get out of it is obviously... Um, it's, it's so idiotic. It's idiotic even for this, like, you know. Yeah, this is like... Like, really like a, porpoise, a porpoise throws itself in the way, you know, yeah. giving his life for him. Yeah. And they don't even show it. I mean, that would be kind of cool if they had, like... I mean, not real dog, but if they're going to show a rubber shark, get a rubber dolphin, shoot out of the water, missile hits into it, bang, you know, like... That'd be kind of cool. But they don't even show that shit. They're just like, all you see is this 
the submarine rocking about they're like yeah we got him da, da, da. and then um and this is the first of like four or five times they kill batman in this show and 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 don't so and then the next shot is batman and robin driving away and they're like, oh yeah that that dolphin man what hero fucking what champion you know, took it sacrificed himself for us like you know cool. so know. anyway they get back to the batmobile and they call up the pentagon right Oh yeah, um, they're selling there. Like, oh yeah, you, you ever sold any Polaris missiles or submarines recently? Yeah, it's like, yeah, this dude called he, he picks up the, the general of like this, this, and this guy's probably what like the 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 admiral or something. Yeah, he was admiral. We have the the navy, whatever they got there in the, in the United States, and they're like he's sat there playing tiddlywinks with his secretary, who's totally fucking, you know, like sixties again. <laughs> um, and he's like, he's on the blower to Batman. And he's like, yeah, you keep practicing those tiddlywinks, you know, like whatever. Um. And then yeah, Batman. Batman's like, yeah, you flogged any um, you know, nuclear missile, or whatever. Like, or what was he saying? Yeah, it was the submarine he was going after. Submarine. Like, yeah. How the hell does this guy get his hands on it? He's like, oh, I don't know, mate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we flogged says, one last week to this uh, chap called P. E. Gwyn, whatever. P. Yeah, P. N. Gwyn. Yeah, P. N. Gwyn. Yeah, that's it. P. N. Gwyn. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why they didn't do that. Um, ago, man. <laughs> they never did this in the series, apart from Bruce Wayne, Batman, and Dick Grayson, Burt Ward, but. They never used the villain's um, alter ego. I don't know why they didn't just do Cobblepot. But then again, maybe that that would be too much explanation for the you know, room temperature IQ people that. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, kids, man. Cobblepot. Who's Cobblepot? Uh, it's the penguin's real name. What? I thought he was called the penguin. Anyway, P-Penguin. And Batman shits all over the general, you know, or Admiral. He's like, and he's like, oh, thanks. Uh, you've been really helpful. <laughs> yeah like and, oh and i can't was, yeah you know it's re- yeah you didn't do anything wrong mate uh just sold you know like a nuclear submarine yeah you know, enjoy your uh, enjoy uh, your evening and and west's passive aggressiveness man is like cr- out, uh, through the ceiling man like earlier again when they're in the press conference and they're like and he's like uh the, the reporter's like he's like yep yeah, come on guys ask me anything you like we're all friends here and uh it's like yeah so what happened with that shock no further questions you don't need to know whatever he shits on him and then again with this general it's like Oh, thanks, General. You've been real helpful. Then he's like, "Oh, Batman, did, did I do something wrong?" He's like, "You sold uh, a nuclear submarine to someone who doesn't even leave their phone number. Have a nice day." <laughs> so it hangs up on him, and the guy's like, "All right, I'll just go back to Teddy Winks, whatever." Um, gotta love that scene. Like, so sometimes, like you know, I'm like, "Oh, I've got got to see this film." Like dying inside, but there are some like scenes in there that are just like so good. Yeah, just, I think a lot of it's like, like you said, is the sort of the way they just play it is just right. That it's just like kind of so absurd, it's funny. But they they managed to like knock it right on the head. As long as you nailed the delivery. Yeah. Which, can, but can you imagine? I don't know about you, but even at school, or whatever, when you're recording something for like some project at school, or whatever, right, or college, or whatever, but and you do, you're doing something, and then obviously, and then the giggles start, right, and then. You have to, and can you imagine the amount of times they must have been roaring in laughter every day, man? Trying to deliver these lines with a straight face and like how hard that must have been, man. They must have took days to like, or yeah, maybe so they're just very good at it. I don't even know, man. Maybe it was completely like, unironic. Yeah, but that's <laughs> one of the things. That's one of the things that makes like uh, Adam West like his Batman portrayal so good. Is the fact that he he's managed to like portray some of, like the to deliver some of like the like the most ridiculous lines. But like with a straight face, like uh, you must have seen like that sort of like infamous clip of him, like as Bruce Wayne, 
and also as Batman on two phones. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. of course, it's brilliant. Like, like, the fact that he manages it, like plays it like so, like poker yeah. face is amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, so then, anyway, the next the next scene, um, they go back to Commissioner Gordon's office, and um, again they just do the same thing again where they work out who the villains are, but this time they're like, yeah, it's definitely these guys because I think. Oh yeah, when they're on the way back in the bat boat, they the Riddler shoots up some riddles in the sky, I think, and and they're like the longest riddles in the. It's like shoots up a missile. Never mind actually writing that in the sky. That'd be hard enough with a plane. But anyway, so then they do, and it's like you just again like at the beginning it's of the like film, a whole paragraph the, in the sky. Paragraphs, man, you got like fucking you're reading all this shit in the sky like uh, nah, I'm not bothering reading all that, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, he just says fuck up. I'm just gonna like hunt him down. It's like that meme. It's like, um, yeah, I'm not reading yeah, all I'm that. Sorry book. if it happened. And I'm glad if it didn't or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, hey, I'm not reading all that for good view or sorry if that happened. Yeah, fuck that one up, but. And and it's and it's not just one riddle. It's two riddles which have ridiculous answers which they combine. There's one of them which is like, what I mean. Yeah, which um, kind of people rush around or something? Yeah, yeah. Russians. Yeah, they, they and Russian. uh, what's yellow out. and right? A ballpoint banana. A Russian's gonna slip on the banana and break her neck. Oh, it's Kit Kat, you know. So anyway, yeah, Kit Kat, man. Yeah, you just call it Kit Kat because he's like a fucking alter ego's Kit Kat was so stupid, man. I, I didn't realize this until this viewing of the film. Uh, this time we 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 watched she's it. not called Kit Kat. No, no, no. She, no, no, no. <laughs> I knew she. I knew that. But Kit Kat is a, is the acronym of her really long name. I think I'm not gonna go back and check it, but. I think that's what Adam West says later. He's like, uh, Bruce Wayne, he's like, uh, oh, nice acronym, you know. Anyway. What are you you expecting from the film, man? (laughs) Yeah, so they go back and um, they're like, okay, yeah, we know it's the Penguin and the Riddler and the Joker and all them. Uh, So I wonder what they're going to do. And they're like, hmm, well, um, if it was, it's like, oh, are they going to take over Gotham? And it's like, two of them would try that. Uh, Oh, the, the the whole country uh, uh maybe if it was three of them you know i mean we're going from gotham which is i don't know how big that is but let's say it's population about 10 million right or back then one million because everything was like yeah everything was smaller even in america yep and then it's like the whole country only takes one more of these villains to take over so we're going from 10 million to 300 million one yeah, extra as soon person as you add like catwoman to the mix like you know you well that makes all the difference apparently and then when you add uh, the Joker in there, who, by the way, does absolutely nothing in this film. And Adam, and this is again, we go back to the delivery. Adam, like they, they're like, ah, oh, the Gotham, no, the 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 country. If it's three of them, yes, but all four of them, it's got to be. Turns to the camera, the whole world. Oh man, just mm. it makes <laughs> the film bearable that he can deliver it so well. It's amazing. Just. Oh. Uh, and then I think the next thing we see is yeah, uh, they're like having a you know they're having a chinwag in there like uh, they're sort of hide out. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna kidnap. Oh, we're gonna kidnap to sort of like uh, get Batman to uh, yeah, yeah. They work out what they're gonna do. Something. This whole the whole plot is made up as they go along. You know what I mean? It's like okay, we've got this cool weapon. We've kidnapped this uh, admiral. Uh, we've got everything we need, but we need to take out Batman. So. Because obviously, you know, we could take over the world with all these resources, but Batman is the only one who could stop us. So, now, like, how are we going to take him out? Well, uh, we saw him, we saw him get hard for uh, that Russian earlier, uh, for for Kitka earlier. So, um, we're going to bait him in with that. We're going to like, you know, draw him in. So, okay, they're going to uh, bait him in with someone they kidnapped, who just so happens to be Bruce Wayne. 
Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, so how are we going to get Batman? Well, let's kidnap a millionaire. Well, which millionaire? Could we... Well, there's only one millionaire around these places. Yeah, that's got to be Bruce Wayne. And he's single, even better. So probably a virgin too. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to send out uh, Kit Kat with her Lara Croft 60s titties out there like fucking triangles, man. And, um, and we're going to send her over to Wayne Manor and be like, oh, yeah, I found these pictures in my flat. Uh, what do they mean? And he's like, uh, nothing, don't worry. And she's like, nothing. And he's like, well, they might mean something. Uh, yeah, let's let's discuss it over dinner, you know. Like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. her place specifically. <laughs> yeah. And he says, uh, Dovetje to her, which is, we, we worked out from our Serbian side, which means good evening in Russian, because Vetche is also in Serbian evening, and Russian Serbian is the same thing as everyone knows, right? So... <laughs> Uh, we see Alfred briefly here. I was kind of sad that we didn't really get much of Alfred in this film because I think Alfred, this is, again, if we go, if we sit there, while saying about the Riddler, if you take any element from this portrayal of Batman and would it work today, I think Alfred is one of those elements because this Alfred is actually quite good. I really like him. In the series, he gets involved. We barely see him in the film. You wouldn't know that. But in the series, he gets involved a lot. There's one episode where he dresses up as Batman and has to rescue him. It's And he's like lanky, skinny old guy in this Batman. It's ridiculous. But Batman, sorry, uh, Bruce Wayne sees off uh, Kit Kat. He goes to Alfred and uh, Dick Grayson. And he's like, right, so this is the plan. They're going to lure me in with her. So we're going to... Uh, you're going to go in the Batmobile. Robin, you can't drive. Alfred, you got your driving license? Here in my pocket, sir. All right, drive safe. They're, they're, and throughout this, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne, he's a responsible guy. He's a role model. Drive safe, you know. No, you know, no underage driving either. Like we're, we're all responsible adults here, you know, preaching the good message, obviously. Yeah. And then we cut. Oh yes, yeah, the kidnapping of Bruce Wayne. Oh, we gotta love it. Yeah, I mean, we got the whole build up as well, man, because Bruce Wayne's a gentleman. He's taking out Kicker to like these fancy restaurants and they're oh, like say, you got that French song which you'll uh, infamously uh, turn got up later song. on you've got him dancing you know like uh, hand is like respectfully not even you know touching her back it's like kind of in a you know it's it's ready to like grab the ass but it's also like I'm respectful I'm a virgin <laughs> it's the first woman I've ever made eye contact with I've got to like oh you know hold it all together he looks amazing, by the way. I mean, Adam West, he looks fantastic as as Bruce Wayne. As Batman, he, you know, it, it's his shape. It's like if I'm playing Batman, you know what I mean? He's got the beer gut. He's got, you know, it's, look, he looks terrible, man. He, he could have hit the gym, man. Do you know what I mean? Just, you know, do a few reps and all that. It, that would have made the world a difference in that spandex suit. But as Bruce Wayne, he looks fantastic. They're dancing. They're like in the chariot, whatever, or horse and cart, whatever you want to call it. Uh... And she's whispering all this dirty shit in his ear. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's getting so horny, man. They're so going to do it. And while she's doing so, uh, he's she's doing some. She pulls out the cat yeah, morse code thing out of her bag. Yeah, relays to, uh, you know, HQ in about five seconds, the entire message, which is a uh, right. record. Yep. And, yeah, Catwoman's being a total cock tease to him. Uh, they eventually get back to his place. Then yeah, uh, Batman, up on their little jet, jet umbrellas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, we come back to them. They're like, okay, we're ready to, we're ready to pounce. Um, let's get the jetpack umbrellas ready. And you get the jetpack umbrella music, which is I, I thought it was cool. It's like, I like it. Um, all the meantime, obviously, Robin and Alfred are outside. You know, chilling in the car. 
watching uh, Batman get it on. I don't know where these camera angles are coming from because there's a bit where they're like, he gets back to her place. He's like, I'm so in here, man. I'm getting fucking laid tonight for the first time. I can't wait. I might see a bit of ankle, whatever was going on in the 60s. Um, yeah, and, they've got like and, a camera shot of him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah Bruce Wayne gets his first kiss in there and he's like, he's like stood upright. She's kissing him. She's all over him, man. She's like, oh, getting it on. He's there like a statue, man. He's there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> um and um, I wonder if that was Gump's, intentional. I wonder if that's just like how Bruce Wayne is, or if, yeah, that's just how they filmed it. You know, I'm really not sure. Maybe it was intentional. This is a fine line, isn't it? And I don't think we'll ever really know for sure. Uh, Alfred and Robin are like, this is too much. You know, we're gonna see. We, I don't want to see Adam West cock. You know, we see enough of it. You know, from the outside of the spandex, I don't need to see it in the flesh. So uh, I'm gonna turn off this camera, and we're just gonna chat about what we're gonna have for dinner. And in the meantime, yeah, the they bust in the villains and they're like, yeah, um, you know, you're coming with us. They, uh, you know, have a bit of a scrap. Uh, they kidnap him. Alfred and Robin, they're like, yeah, well, um, at this point, he's probably just lost his virginity. So let's let's check. Let's hopefully they're done. We won't catch him in the middle of the thing. The room is empty. So they're like, oh, shit. And they look up and then the umbrellas are flying away. Catwoman's orgasming on there. She's like, whoa. I'm like it's probably some vibrating umbrella and she was probably kind of horny from all that shit as well so they kidnap batman uh bruce wayne and um and he's tied up there he wakes up and he's like oh you fucking filthy bastards uh, i was just about to uh, fucking get laid for the first time and you ruin everything so he goes and headbutts a wall and they're like uh what and he's like yeah where where is that girl man i totally was about to get in there and they're like, oh, we'll show you. So they throw him in a, and <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but she, they tie her up on the bed and then they throw him on her and his face goes straight into those Lara Croft tits, man. You know what I mean? And he's in there. He's like, ooh. And, uh, and he's like, oh, don't worry. I've got this gadget up my sleeve. And she's like, what, really? And he's like, yeah. And, oh. and then this is for me. We're going to come later and nominate our most Sigma moment. And this is my nomination for me when he goes, yeah. I'm a capitalist. I'm a, I carry loads of cash on me, so I need this kind of device on me. And she's like, "Oh, really? Okay, cool." Um, and uh, and then they're like, "Hi, we got you. Uh, let's see what you got up your sleeve." They pull him back out, and it's all a trick. Batman's like, "Hi, you idiots!" Fucking uh, beats them all up, explaining why they're idiots in the meantime, and you can't hear anything he's saying. But basically, it was all a pretty cool plot to get him untied. Uh, they have a fight. He escapes, goes back to what uh, he escapes, jumps in the uh, in the docks in the in the uh, sea, goes back to Wayne Manor. He's bone dry, obviously. Uh, they go back to villain HQ, uh, and they're like, "Okay, well that failed. Um, <laughs> we're gonna need a new plan to get Batman." So they're like, "Okay, well we've got this fucking gadget. Why don't we use it uh, on Batman?" So like, okay, so they pull out this. And now this is kind of, this is really the plot of the film, right? It's all about this dehydration gadget. Yeah. Which I think is actually kind of cool. It I feel like an if, idea. Yeah, yeah, I feel like if this was done, if this was an idea in a Chris Nolan film with that kind of execution, it would work and it would be really cool. Like to, you know, dehydrate a mass and then rehydrate it somewhere else, you know, first. Yeah. So you I don't know if you could tell me powder like that, but yeah. Yeah, cut the coloured powder, obviously. Like yeah. anyway, so uh, and then they, they bring out the five bravest men in the world, who, have, who literally have guinea pig written on their t-shirts. 
Um, they're prepared for the most horrific shit in their life. They're like, okay, you're guinea pigs. Uh, if this works, you're going to get a million dollars each, whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, this is going to save my family, whatever. My mum's having critical surgery. I need this money. I'm going to sacrifice myself, my body for whatever these super villains want to do to me. So they line up in a line. They're all there like this. Uh, Penguin pulls out this gun and he's like, yeah, nothing to worry about here. I'm just going to extract every bit of fucking moisture in your body. Zaps one of them, turns into a fucking pile of dust. The other four don't bat an eyelid, man. They're just there like, I'm prepared to die, man, whatever. They don't even look at what they're going to become. They're too afraid, man. They're fucking, I don't know if they're frozen in fear. But he vaporizes all of them. Uh, they get out the little dustpan and brush and they're like, yep, yeah, uh, don't spill anything. Catwoman, like with the shakiest hands ever, is spilling it all over the gaff. But we get to back. Okay, so we get this classic scene. They get they they Batman's obviously still horny, wants to go and bang that Russian. So he's like, okay, uh, we're going back to that hideout. Here's the bat rope. Runs up. Uh, they have the classic scene from the series. They're like, you know, climbing up the building. Oh yeah, which is almost certainly not uh, tilted, you know, camera wise. Yeah, no, I can tell you for a fact, uh, I, I, I read some how they actually achieved that, and they filmed it on a steep incline to make the cape effect look like it was going down. They put a metal rod there, I think, and they climbed at about something like a 45-degree angle or something like 35 degrees, something like that. So they actually did do a bit of climbing, but obviously not not Yeah, not, not, not 90 90-degree vertical, man. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they climb up, they find the bomb, and then this is maybe the most infamous scene from the film oh yeah oh, the classic know. bomb scene what do you think is what do you think is more famous this scene or the, the rubber shark i don't know really like i mean the rubber shark is one that's probably like mentioned by name the most but i feel the um the bomb scene is one that people actually remember because it's like it's like so many gags like one after the other yeah. like you know, he can't throw it at like the nuns he can't throw it at like you know the mothers with their prams can't throw out the banks. Yeah, even the ducks, <laughs> man. Uh, and obviously you get like, the you know, legendary line at the end, the iconic, yeah. some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. And I think, you know, if you wanted to show someone what the 1960s Batman was and they didn't want to watch the fucking film or the series or anything, I think you could just show them this clip and it would pretty much tell you everything you need to know. Uh, so he finds the bomb. Uh, he tells everyone to run for their lives. Everyone clears out of this pub except these two fatties. They're fucking... They don't care, man. They're like enjoying their food, so um, they don't care about this bomb. They're yeah, gonna die soon anyway from bombed arteries. So that joke, though. Huh? I never really understood that joke. Is like I don't know, not a lot of visual comedy. Just like you know, two people just you know chilling while chowing while everyone's running around. Yeah, they're like, well, we're gonna die of a heart attack soon anyway. The way we're going, so um, you know, doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, he, yeah, like you said, he's the he's like a band comes about three times, like. There's a couple in the boat, there's the ducks, the nuns, you name it. Batman can't get rid of this bomb. He delivers that iconic line once again. And uh, he runs off in some uh, steel pipes. He's fine. Uh, and then uh, Robin finds him. He's like, yep, uh, all good here, mate. Don't worry. Uh, and then the penguin shows himself as very... but. It's so badly disguised, it's deliberate, right? And it's like, yeah, they're going to numb the penguin... I don't know, it doesn't matter. So he's like, he reveals yeah. himself and we get a bit of pretty futuristic technology references here because they're like, okay, we're going to scan your fingerprints. It's like, ha, I don't have any. Um, and then like, okay, well, uh, we're going to 
I do an iris scanner thing, you know, and this is only technology that was recently released onto like phones to like unlock your phone, man. So yeah, very ahead of its time, I think. It's fair to say. Yeah. However, they don't have it on a handheld device. They have to go back to the Batcave. This is the whole plan. Penguin wants to get into the Batcave so he can rehydrate the guinea pigs and they can take him down. So uh, that's exactly what he does. And uh, he wakes up in the Batcave. I always find this a bit funny because they do the bat gas on him and he, he wakes up and he's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> he's like, oh shit, I blew my cover. And then, yeah, he goes and has a glass of water and he's spending ages pulling something out of his trousers and all of a sudden, fucking these goons are there. And we get a confirmed kill from Batman. Adam West Batman, no less. Um, obviously, fucking Michael Keaton, uh, Christian Bale, they, Ben Affleck as well. They fucking kill a shit ton of people, man. And this is meant to be Batman, who doesn't kill, doesn't use guns. And you think at least, you know, Adam West Batman, he's this all PG, you know, they're like, they're not, he's not going to do anything. He totally ices this guy, man, like unintentionally, but still. He punches this guy, fucking disappears into, what was it he says? Brazil. Uh, anti-matter, something like that. Anti-matter. And Penguin shits himself. He's like, oh, no. Uh, and they're like, well, um, actually, yeah, we totally believe you. So uh, we're going to let you take the Batmobile. And uh, that's going to lead us to your hideout. We're going to get in the Bat bike, well hidden, of course. They get in the Bat cycle. And again, we get another really cool uh, vehicle that they pile the whole vo- the whole uh, budget into but we are, I think this is the only time we see the bat cycle isn't it um, I believe so but it does have a little sidecar I think that was a uh, raw dangerous uh, that was super cool yeah that was su- that sent that sent Burt Ward to hospital multiple times I know that for sure I saw an interview with him and he's like yeah that just for that one take that one scene sorry where they fires off the the bat uh go-kart just so they can go either side of the helicopter, which, to be fair, is a really cool shot, but that basically cost Burt Ward 10 years of his life through injuries sustained. Just trying to get that shot right. Was it worth it? I think so. You'd have to ask Burt Ward, of course. Yeah, poor fucking Burt Ward. What guy, man. What a hero. What a champ, man. Shout out to Burt Ward, you know. You were going to tell me some fun facts about him. Was that the thing about the cock? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, and the dedication uh, to his part, yeah, respect, man. Um, he has had kids since, right? <laughs> I don't know, I haven't actually looked that up. He may Let's have, so. well, he I had one before, has, right? Yeah, with a baller like that. Yeah, who wouldn't want yeah, that? Of course, man. If 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 James Bond, Daniel Craig James Bond had kids after his ball treatment, I'm sure <laughs> uh, Burt Ward could as well. So uh, we're getting towards the end now. So they get the bat cycle into the bat copter. They shoot a missile from the submarine into the bat copter, uh, which lands in, hang on, I wrote it down here, into the foam rubber wholesalers convention. So obviously that cushions the blow. <laughs> I just got, I mean, obviously. That's probably where they bought the shock, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've got to like, you know, uh, we, we've 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 been very generous to this film in terms of the effects and all that because obviously it's the 60s no cgi or anything but when they crash the helicopter and it's just the frame shaking about like this like on a fucking microsoft powerpoint uh effect yeah crazy uh foam yeah, it's just a little bit yeah they land in in that convention 
And uh, Robin's like, should we get taxis to this UN? But they work out, oh, yeah, they do some more riddles and they work out it's in the UN building. So they're like, okay, let's get a taxi. And he's like, no, we're going to run there. Uh, we're in peak physical condition, as you can see by my pot belly. So they're like, okay, let's go. And they're fucking running. Batman's like, he's pretty good, man. He's a trim guy. He's like, yep, I do my 6 a.m. running every day. I'm good. Robin, you're slacking me. Because Robin, he's running like, he's on, he's like <laughs> fighting for his life, man. He's like, <gasps> No man, he's like gasping for air, man. He's like he's like on the bleep test shit. You know what I mean? You got that like, <laughs> you know when yeah. you do the bleep test, it's like that kid. You, you, you're fighting for your life, man. He's like, oh. um. Anyway, they make it to the UN building. The villains do as well. They break in. They uh, dehydrate all the UN guys. Do you want to make some comments about this UN setup? <laughs> I feel like you do. I mean, yeah, I think they're missing a few countries. You know. Um, you know they got nine dudes, most of which are, are from Europe, uh, yep. not including uh, Japan, represented. Yeah, by they a just guy. have a token guy for Africa, someone yeah, for Nigeria, Asia yeah. in Japan. I don't think they have anyone for South America, and yeah, the rest. They are from do Europe. have they do have Israel though. Oh yeah, they have Israel, and is that it? Yeah, they don't even have China or anything. No China, yeah. No one from South America, no one from Australia, nothing. Just, yeah, we're just, I would just like to mention, because I noticed this uh, in the film, I think you did as well. The uh, the man uh, representing Japan just so happens to also be the same guy who was uh, Mr. Sato. In, Mr. Uh, Sato believes in a healthy chest. Yeah, Mr. Sato from uh, You and Live Twice. Who, uh, That's right. That's right. Which I think was filmed the year before, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right, 1965. And it's funny, because I was thinking when we were going to record this episode, I was like, yeah, this is the longest film we're ever... Oh, sorry, the oldest film we're ever going to review. But actually, then I realised we're going to do James Bond, which started four years before this. So that's cool. Oh, and I'm wrong, only... actually. Oh, and I'm wrong. It was 1967, so it was this part oh. that landed him, you know, his job at a Sasso, you know, uh, you chemical go. company. This is the thing about Adam West Batman. It walked... It crawled so, you know, Christian Bell could run, you know, all these, all these, you know, if there was no Adam West Batman, who knows, man, who knows if any of these, because this, like you said, brought Batman to the screen. So, you know, you've got to give credit where it's due. Well, it feels like you're missing, it feels like we're missing something here. Because there's so many, yeah, different, yeah, like, yeah, so many different little plot points in this film that, you know, yeah, cause they, they, are, they have a confrontation in the, in the UN building and they're like, uh, make one move and Kit Kat dies. And uh, he's like, oh, shit. This is a plot hole, I think, because it's like, how does she know? If that was Bruce Wayne, yeah, but it's Batman. Batman, as far as they... Oh, no, or maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah, how are they having I don't think they ever mentioned Kit Kat's a Batman, but... They did. Because they never That's even see Batman. Because like... Batman, if you take one more step, Kit Kat dies. And he's like, oh, fuck. Um, then I'll never get laid. I'll die a virgin. So, uh, so they he lets them get away, and then he's like, okay, yeah, they pursue in the bat boat. They get blown up again, and they're like, yeah, we killed Batman, and uh, they didn't. Yeah, Batman um, remembers batteries, you know. Yeah, they have the showdown on the submarine. They fucking yeah, it's fuck all uh, lovely old, you know, they're like pals, you know, kaboom. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool the, the way they surface the submarine because they're circling around the top. Robin pulls out this really cool gun, fires it down into the ocean. It somehow makes them rise up. Uh, uh, it, it, um, like they like damage them in a sub so much that the uh, they have to like rise for air. Yeah. Or they're all gonna drown. I think Peng- Penguin was he was like, I'm going all the way, man. I'm a captain. I'm going down with my ship. He was like, he was ready to. He was like, he was gonna die with like a watery grave, man. He was cool with it. Uh, 
Riddler and Joker were like, I mean, Joker does nothing the whole film, man. It's embarrassing. Um, Catwoman's like, no, don't you know, cats don't like water. And that's enough to make Joker go, yeah, let's surface then. Uh, so they do. And they have this submarine showdown. And yeah, like I said, this is where the pals come out, all the legendary fucking, you know, kablam, all that shit. Uh, they save it all up until this because you know I, I don't know about you but I was watching the fight scenes earlier and I was like what they don't do this lettering before and they leave it till the end best till last obviously uh, they're falling in the water they're coming back out a cat gets involved they're kind of half using his weapon Catwoman doesn't care about this cat either she throws it at Batman Batman cares about it he catches it puts it in the boat yeah, that cat, yeah. all we know is still out there floating. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. You never uh, reconcile that little cat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, it maybe went down like the dolphin man, like sort of, sort of sacrificed himself for the for the greater good. Then, yeah, Catwoman gets revealed as Kit Kat. She trips up on the fucking periscope, and Batman finds her. And all it takes is this little eye mask to come off, and Batman's like. Oh, I'm the world's greatest detective, but that fooled me the whole time. So yeah, he sits like there, the man. You know, his one as well. And this yeah. is possibly the most cringe moment in cinema history. Because not only is it cringe, but it lasts for what feels like a fucking eternity, man. And yeah, it increases the film's runtime by about half an hour. Yeah, we were sat there, and it was like... Okay, how long is this going to go for? It was so awkward. I remember thinking it when I was watching it as a kid. When we were watching it just now, because we were watching it together. And I was like, Henry, is, 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 the, is the fucking film paused? Or what? And it's just the French music from before on their date. And he's there and he's like, just contemplating his life. And he's like, wow. Yeah, I've also kind of maybe definitely didn't reveal my identity just now. Yeah, he's like... Like, yeah, who knows what he's thinking? He's like, man, Robin's like, uh, Batman. <laughs> he's yeah, like, it still, he's been... it still blows my mind though. They just left a massive plot hole in the film where it's just, oh yeah, wouldn't you figure out that he's Bruce Wayne, given the fact that, you know, this Batman's infatuated with her as well, and somehow knows uh, this Kitka woman they've never introduced to him. Yeah, this is the thing. Robin sits down and he goes, oh, Batman. He's like, no, don't say anything. She might work out that I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think she has already, but you know. <laughs> well, who knows in this world? Uh, yeah, that's true. That Everyone has got like the IQ of a fucking banana. So yeah, that was really on. painful to watch, man. That scene, I was like, fuck, you know. Um, and then yeah, then the captain shows up and he's like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, I've been sat in this cabin for. To fucking God knows how long, and um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fed. you've only been drinking tea the whole time. Yeah, I'm full. I'm sick of this tea. You know, uh, uh, I'm going to see what's going on out here. And uh, and he okay. picks up the fucking vials of the UN dehydrated people, takes them off Batman, smashes them on his table, and then sneezes all over this shit. Like, and it's like the most exaggerated sneeze. Oh. Barking all over. Yeah, the he's got like a what's a like 180 degree spray there. Everything he he makes sure and he like he's like he's sort of like flailing his head, man. He's like, yeah, let me get everything, man. Like, let me just fucking fart that last little bit, little puff over there as well. You know, like let's make sure I fuck everything up as much as possible. And Batman's like, well, fuck. Uh, we're gonna take this back to the Batcave. Otherwise, the world is going to fall apart because of these nine people that totally represent the whole world. 
it's not even like, I like it. It's not even the leaders of the countries. It's they're like UN ambassadors. Yeah, and... it's like a guy from the embassy, and they're just sat there having an argument. Yeah, they can just replace him with another one. Yeah, but you know, it's the film, man. It's the movie. The stakes have got to be high. So um... yeah, no, no, you know, you can't, you can't do without the United World Building. You know, Not exactly. So Batman yeah. is sat there in the Batcave, and Robin, and they're like doing their science shit, which looks pretty cool, to be honest. And yeah, um, that's true. They got some nice props. Yep. Gordon, shout out Commissioner Gordon. He's got Batman on one phone, <laughs> the president on the other, and being uh, filmed on the broadcasted live to the world, you know, on TV. And he's there, and he's like, yeah, Batman, how's it going? And Batman's like, we're fucked. And he goes to the president, like, oh, yeah, how's it going, Gordon? And he's like, Batman says we're right on time. Uh, it's going to be fine. Don't worry, president. <laughs> and then he goes, and the TV's there, and he's like, um, yep. The whole fate of the world lies in Batman's hand. And Batman's there, and he's like, okay, um, I think we've done it. Which president did you say it was? It wasn't Kennedy, was it? It would have been Lyndon B. Johnson by this point, I think. Was it in 64 he got? Or... 63. Okay. Actually, no, I studied history. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah real, real, uh, real fucking useful subject that one was. Yeah, well, it is when you're discussing 1960s Batman. I mean... It was all worth it, right? That degree. Oh yeah, of course. Cool. So, you know they uh, they actually got the real president to do that. There you go. That's uh, why they, they, they resurrected uh, JFK just for the part. Yeah, this is an important film at the time. Yeah, that's why they couldn't show his face, you know, because he uh, yeah. had a bullet hole in it. Yeah, <laughs> because they dug him up and he's sat there as a corpse and they dressed him up. So anyway, uh, so they fix the powder. They take it back to this UN office. They set everything up and like, okay, here we go. Uh, Gordon's got the whole world in the palm of his hand. He's going, okay, we're rehydrating now, and they're broadcasting all the languages. And lo and behold, Batman has saved the world because they all get rehydrated. And then they're all talking each other's languages. And this is confusing as fuck. Because, I mean, how long did it take you to realize when the first time you watched this, if you remember that, when you're like, hang on a minute, what's going on here? Yeah, it's when, it's when the British dude starts like pulling out his shoe on the table. That was it. <laughs> yeah, what's, and who? which country is that meant to be? Because I don't think, I don't know. I think it's meant to be Russia or something, or maybe the French. I don't know. The stereotypes back then still look like, yeah. Yeah, so the racism was very uh, prevalent back then. Shout out to the fact, like you said, um, they when they were rehydrated, it had those metal rods up their backside. So, I mean, I don't know if that was part of the process, but, you know, that's probably why they're yeah, also they pissed in right on top of them. So Yeah, man, makes you wonder. Yeah. I don't know about that internal organ failure, but and uh, and the commissioner, the president, they're like, yeah, it's a success, success. They've done it. They have to repeat everything apparently, and they're like, oh great, the whole world's celebrating. It's the best day ever. Uh, the world is saved because these nine blokes got rehydrated, uh, but each with different languages, which you would think causes a massive conundrum. But Batman goes, no, nah, this is the best thing that could have possibly happened. Even better than we expected, Robin. Our work here is done. Let's exit discreetly through the window. And they do. Yeah, that's when the credits happen. And that's it. And luckily, we do get the shortest credits of all time. Um, yeah, it's the end they of just the longest the film. to everyone that worked so hard on this film. And they just recredit, oh, yeah, Adam West, Burt Wars, the end. <laughs> and that's it. That's what happened. Now, what we're going to do is uh, the last bit of the show, which is. Uh, going to be a continuous thing throughout the rest of our rankings of the films, uh, reviews of the film, sorry, where we're going to rank each of these elements and we're going to stack up each of these films against each other. So obviously this being the 
the first film we're reviewing. We'll start off at number one. Uh, unless, do you have any further comments about the film since we or we read? You know, my brain, my brain's fried after this film. It's, this is yeah, probably man. the last time I'm ever going to watch this. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. So the categories we are ranking the film itself. We're going to rank all the Batman films. The Batmans, the Bruce Waynes, the Robins, Jokers, Penguins, Catwomans, Riddlers, Alfred Gordon, Batmobile, Batsuit, theme song, Sigma moments. So film, this is number one, obviously, because it's the first one we've done. Yeah, as well as uh, everyone Yeah, the Adam West Batman portrayal. It is what it is. I don't think there's anything we can say about that. It hasn't been said yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his main his main quality is the fact that he's able to like play such a such a like a silly sort of like role and lines so yeah. straight it's like it's like I mean, so admirable yeah for me this this batman portrayal is like basically what roger moore is to james bond you know it's not serious they they roll with it they're like this is what we are we embrace it we're gonna go all the way with it and that's cool anyway uh his bruce okay so the bruce wayne now personally i'm gonna go into bat for his portrayal of bruce wayne um because i think that his bruce wayne is what Bruce Wayne should be like because he is a role model. He's like an upstanding citizen. He's not an asshole. He's like a genuinely good guy. He's like saying all the right things. He's a diplomat. He's nice. He's like a gentleman, as we saw with Kit Kat. Um, he's saving himself for marriage as well, clearly. Um, so, you know, this guy is all around a pretty admirable guy. And I think, you know, since yeah. this is, a, you know, maybe it's reflective of the 60s, you know. Not everyone wants to, like, you know, hang every millionaire that was running around. He's an upstanding citizen. He's a capitalist, and he's proud of that, um, as you were allowed to be back then. <laughs> yeah, you uh, had to be back then. He's a successful yeah, man. He gives adult. back to the people. Everyone likes him, so it's okay. Robin. Um, God, this guy, like, put everything on the line, man. guy's a hero, man. <laughs> But what he went through for this portrayal of Robin, as ridiculous as it is, you you get in like his costume leaves very little to the imagination. He's like got his whole thighs out there and everything. Um, but he's a hero, man. He put his heart and soul, and more importantly, his bollocks into this production. So we've got. Sh- I think. I mean, there aren't that many Robins anyway, right? In um, in these films, yeah, they're, they're always in the they're always in the greatest of Batman films, as we know. Oh yeah, absolutely, and um, yeah, Burt Ward's Robin is number one at the moment. Yeah, the Joker for his, uh, yeah, his Caesar uh, Romero's Joker, who does absolutely shit all in this film. Uh, <laughs> but at least we do get his theme song, which is cool, which is in the show. In the show, he gets to do a lot more. In this film, he's limited to getting his zap. His he's like, oh, uh, when Riddler and Penguin are at the beginning, and they're like, yeah, let's be friends, and zaps both of them. And he's like, haha, you know. Um, so that's cool. We do get that little gag. Yeah, part. they have to work yeah. his like sort of like practical jokes into it. Yeah, uh, like with the shark and everything. Yeah, I mean, I do like the visual portrayal of this joke because it is very on point. It's like the hair, the white makeup, the smile, the laughing. All yeah, that. they probably painted his face as asbestos, knowing the time. Yeah, well, they and and they uh, and he obviously famously refused to shave off his moustache. That's how much of a fuck he gave about this role. So, um, you know. Uh, they painted over that. Uh, Penguin. Now, this is probably the one portrayal of anything in, in this incarnation of Batman that has stood the test of time. Because if we look at every Penguin since, 
You've got uh, Danny DeVito's in Batman Returns, which was very much inspired by this penguin. This is the only kind of character that I don't think has evolved much over the over the decades because this mm. penguin, Danny DeVito's penguin, and then if we bring it all the way to uh, Colin Colin Farrell's penguin, visually and kind of, I, I don't think they're a million miles apart, especially when you think about <laughs> Cesar Romero's Joker and Heath Ledger's or. Uh, this Riddler and Paul Dano's, right? Yeah. This yeah, penguin carry in between. Yeah, I think this penguin was quite good. Um, like visually, it is what the penguin is. There's not so much you can tweak about that, but I think it works. He's got his little theme song as well, and uh, I like Burgess Meredith's penguin. I think it's it's solid. You know, he's he does a good job. He's got all the gimmicks, and I like it. He's got obviously famously the prosthetic nose as well, which. Uh, continues all the way to Colin Farrell's one. Obviously, he has a lot of prosthetics, including the nose, which was a direct shout out to Burgess Meredith's Penguin, actually. So quite iconic there. Um, yeah. Catwoman. Now, this who's the Catwoman in this? I think Lee Merriweather, right? Yeah. But anyway, she this this Lee Merriweather Catwoman is going to represent the uh, Catwoman within our rankings because she is the one in the film at the end of the day. And funnily enough, the only character that was recast from the series, because everyone else reprised their role in the series, except her. So uh, she's she's there. I, I think, I mean, what does she do in this film? She's got, she does play an important role in terms of the Kitka thing, but as Catwoman, she doesn't really do anything. She's got the cat. That's about it. Um, yeah, she pushes Batman and uh, Robin in the water. I mean, she looks great, to be fair. She's fit, you know, the figure. It's like a 60s hourglass figure and all that, like the curves and shit, you know. And she looks great in that leather suit. So you're like, yeah, man, you know. I don't blame Batman in this film, you know. I'm like, yeah, I'm fair enough. And the Riddler. Now, I like Frank Gorshin's Riddler. I don't know about you, but obviously he got uh, nominated for a primetime Emmy, actually, for his portrayal as the Riddler. Not in this film, but in the series. And I like him. I, I, I like his energy and stuff. He's like, he is mental, obviously, and um, I like yeah. his suits. And, you know, he is kind of everything the Riddler needs to be. And he, he does his bit in the film. So... Yeah, I think that's what we mostly covered about him. So, he, uh, yeah. yeah, he's a very colourful, colourful character. And as must be emphasized because he made such a uh, uh, he made such a point of making sure we remember he's probably got a massive chopper down there because he's not afraid to you know manspread um alfred we're going to rank the alfreds and like i said before i think this alfred was very good they didn't he didn't really get much to do in this film but um in the series and everything he he is a very solid alfred i think yeah, uh, a responsible adult yeah, he's he does his bit. He's very English. He's uh, you know he's fucking. I think the actor is the actor is called Alan Napier, and he's like six foot five or something like that. He's very tall. He's like you know taller than uh, Adam West. And um, yeah, I think his Alfred is very solid. Um, so obviously number one, uh, Commissioner Gordon. What do we think of Commissioner Gordon in this one? Oh, he. I don't know really. He he does that same. He does the same thing as he said. He's um, sort of like the mirror image of um, uh, Adam West, Adam West Batman. He just he's like just plays everything extremely seriously. You know, no matter how ridiculous it is, it's just mm. <laughs> it's just his um, delivery. 
he just plays it like completely straight yeah no I'm like just... yeah no crack of the grin or anything or, or like anything ridiculous he's just he's just like fully serious you know batman's his last hope of the world you know everyone's gonna die if these if these nine people get like uh, liquidated or whatever he just yeah. oh. he's he's brilliant i think you said it there perfectly and he's absolutely useless as well man and he knows it as well in the series there's an episode where batman gets kidnapped or something and um yeah society starts collapsing yeah no literally gordon turns to o'hara and he goes uh do you know what this means chief o'hara and he goes what we're gonna have to solve something ourselves and they both look at the camera like whoa uh, it's a fucking funny moment man i couldn't tell you what episode it's from but i do remember that um, yeah, I'm going to watch the series to find out. Yeah, exactly. For Batmobile, we kind of referenced it earlier. I fucking love this Batmobile. Um, I think it's iconic. It's a classic. Obviously, it doesn't really do much in this film other than get them from A to B, B being all the other vehicles that they yeah, exactly. display in the film. But in the series, it does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, we don't really get to see it do anything in this film, but it is just, just aesthetically a fantastic Batmobile. I love it. It's iconic. Yeah. It's especially so cool. with its uh, sped up footage to make it look it's going faster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do love it though. I love this Batmobile. Let me see. I, I think it will end up very high in my rankings. Like I said before, when someone tells me about the Batmobile, they say the word Batmobile, I think of this one and I think of Batman 89's Batmobile, which is the next one we'll be reviewing. So probably by the end of this franchise review, they might end up being my top two. We'll do a joint list, obviously. I, I don't know if it'll be as hard on yours, but anyway. Uh, Batsuit. I can already, for sure, I think this is going to be num- like rock bottom by the end of the time we finish this franchise, but what can yeah, we say about this Batsuit? say about it. It's just... I mean, yeah, obviously it's iconic for this time. I mean, it has to be colourful, you know, to illustrate their uh, use of colour, but yeah, I don't know. It looks like uh, it looks like sort of a costume somewhere to a party, you know. It doesn't it's, really well, cover anything. It literally either, is. It's, well, I mean, it's parodied in Only Fools and Horses, right? Quite famously. So you know, it's ridiculous. And um, and and Adam West, obviously, he did. You know, he took this role very seriously. They did well, but I'm, it wouldn't have killed you to have just hit the gym just for a week, you know, just try and get those early results, just so you have like a little bit of definition, man, because. That is a weak chest. He's got no arms, no, no, like nothing, man. Like, just come on, man. Like, for your own dignity, you know, you're great. You look great in the suit as Bruce Wayne and everything. Like, as a Bruce Wayne, he's very good, but in the suit and everything, I, I don't know. It's like, it is, he hasn't got much to work with. It is a spandex, ridiculous suit, but you could have at least, you know, kind of like beef up a little bit to have a protein shake, man. It wouldn't kill you. Is there anything else we want to say? I mean, the cowl is pretty iconic, to be fair. I like, you know, the design on it, the, the eyebrows and everything. Yeah, <laughs> got little ears. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I think that cowl did inspire Robert Pattinson's um, Batman cowl, specifically the nose piece, because um, it's like a separate piece that's stitched on. And um, I think yeah, right. this is the only cowl you see that other than Robert Pattinson's one. So I think that is a direct throwback. And then the last three, no, the last two, theme song. So... Doesn't really appear the original one, it does. It doesn't. So what are we going to do? We have a decision to make here. Are we going to rank? Because we have to make an entry for this, for the Batman theme song. And I think it does have to be the iconic one. Even though we don't hear it in this film, 
Um, well, yeah, I guess it would. It just sits at the top for now. We're going to put it in as our entry, and it is iconic. The Batman theme song. Everyone knows it, man. It's iconic. It does its job, man. And it does very much symbolise this film, this incarnation of Batman. Yeah, you can say that for sure. And finally, the most Sigma moment in this film. Which moment do you nominate? Oh, probably, probably, almost certainly that time where he's just roasting the Admiral down the phone. Ooh. That's just too funny, man. Like, it's one of those scenes which is actually, like, you know, it's okay to be able to watch. Just because of the way he plays it, it's just hilarious. I don't know if that was so Sigma, though. It was just passive-aggressive, and I don't know if that's... I don't know, I man. The guy... When he was like, when he's explained to Kit, he's like, yeah, I'm a capitalist. Uh, I've got this thing up my ear because I carry loads of cash, obviously. you know." I'm re-. And he just says it so matter-of-fact. That is true. That's you that. know, it's like, and it's, again, like, eventually we'll get to Ben Affleck's Batman's, like, uh, yeah, I bought the bank. I'm rich. You know, what's the superpower? I'm rich. Let's just, I, that's Sigma's fuck, right? So I think. Yeah, but then again, he is he is trying to uh, impress a woman. So not very Sigma. Oh, good. Oh, but I don't think he was, actually. I don't think he was. I think he was saying it so matter of fact, I don't think he was doing it to impress her. He was just saying it to explain why he has this thing on his arm. That's true. I think she knows he's rich because he, she says earlier, oh, yeah, your uh, picture's all over my Russian newspaper. So, uh I think she she already knows that she's maybe even a gold digger. Um, but the way he says it, he's just like, well, obviously I'm a capitalist millionaire. I carry loads of cash, so I need this kind of, um, you know, protection. Yeah. So what are we gonna do? What are we gonna settle on? After the score of this, damn. No, 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 no. For the sigma moment. Yeah, the point that one. Bear in mind, whatever we nominate case. here is going to go up against Ben Affleck and Christian Bale's Sigma moments. So yeah, well, it's always going to get beaten, isn't it? Yeah, I'd put itself <laughs> for the one you put out because I had yeah, capitalist. Many others. Bruce Wayne, the capitalist one. man. I'm capitalist. Yeah, and uh, and that was okay back then. So yeah, we're going to give this uh, film a ranking as well, and we'll uh, finish off the episode. So out of ten. I couldn't give it anything higher than a six, personally. I'm with you there. I want to just do a disclaimer where the series itself, I would give much higher ranking because it is a series. This film doesn't work as a feature-length film, and they didn't even do it as a 90-minute film, just just enough to make sure it's feature-length. You know, they had to fucking put in another 15 minutes we didn't need. They could have cut out loads of stuff just to make it a bit more snappy and just focus on one plotline instead of all these other like ones that just just feel like three episodes mashed together. I would give it, I would give it, I'm going to be a bit cheesy here in the spirit of the whole, par, um, I want to say parody Batman, it's not Batman parody, it's a uh, portrayal. Yeah, physical parody. I'm going to give it 6.6 as a ranking. Is that a fair? Yeah, well, it was just because it came out at 66. That, for that reason only, because we can't give it a seven. I think six is a bit harsh. So 6.6. 6. How do you, so how do you feel about that? 6 is gen- generous considering I never want to see this film again. But to be fair, we've seen it so many times before. If we'd seen this for the first time, I think we'd enjoy it a bit more just because of how ridiculous it is. We were like, oh, wow, that was fucking crazy. Like, what the fuck <laughs> did I just watch? I don't know. I would like to be someone yeah. that gets to watch this for the first time as an adult. But I yeah, think... No, I can, I can recommend it for a first time, possibly with drinks. You know. Yeah. 
I think it's, you're underage. Yeah, it's, it's no, watchable. No underage drinking. Within context, within reason, and I think it will end up obviously low on our rankings, but it won't be the lowest. I have a feeling about that. So, yeah, Batman Forever's got some competition. We're going to see Batman and Robin. Yeah, man, that's going to be a journey. Um, so that's it for Batman 1966. We will be back next week with Batman 1989, which I'm super looking forward to. Um, so, yeah, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs>